the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we are serving in Wesley Chapel, Tampa, St. Pete, and our newest location, South Bay in Riverview, along with Conexion, our Spanish-speaking congregation in Tampa. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Well, let's pray this morning. Amen? (laughs) Lord, we thank you, we praise you, and we worship you and give you all the honor and glory. Lord, as the work of reunifying begins, Lord, I pray I pray for our country to have a heart of forgiveness, to have a heart of reconciliation, to have a heart of unity, to have a heart of love and compassion, to have a heart, O Lord, that we will will just be open to what you are going to do through the people that you have chosen. And so, Lord, we thank you. We pray that Donald Trump will be an excellent president who will foster biblical values and that he himself, as he has many Christian people around him, that he himself will have a personal relationship with you, Lord, and that everything he does will be of you. So we pray your blessings. We pray your blessings on this program today as we um, look at uh, some of the things that we have to do as believers after this election. We bless you. We thank you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Well, as you heard in my prayer, I thought we would uh, talk a little bit about after the election you know, I record this uh, the show on Wednesday morning, so it is literally just after the election. And uh, certainly congratulations to Donald Trump, um, who is our next president. Uh, congratulations to all who feel like winners and who wanted him to become president. And, you know, every... Everybody knows how it feels to lose, and I feel bad for those, whether it's Hillary Clinton or if you voted for her and you had an expectation of her becoming the next president. 
I pray that um, not only will your wounds heal quickly, but uh, that we will be able to come together and and be who we need to be as uh, Americans. So my message today will be for everyone, all Americans, and especially for people who believe that Yeshua is the Messiah. Let me make one thing very clear. Donald Trump is not the Messiah. At best, God can use and will use Mr. Trump for his own glory, for God's glory. At worst, God will judge America for our unrighteousness and for our sin. And one of the things that has to be so clear is that we must put all all our faith in Yeshua and recognize him for who he is. Let's not get confused in all the discussions that will happen about Donald Trump, positive or negative. We should change the subject and say, but do you know Yeshua? (laughs) Yeshua the Messiah. He is our King. He is our Lord. And so we bless him this day. 1 Timothy 6 says, verse 12, Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life. You were called to it. And you made the good confession for it in the presence of many witnesses. I charge you before God, who gives life to all things, and Messiah Yeshua, who testified the good confession before Pontius Pilate, to keep this command without spot or blame until the appearing of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah. This he will reveal in his own time, and blessed and only the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen or is able to see, to him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. Great scripture, isn't that a great scripture in First Timothy 6? I, I really think that you should go over it and, and read it and, and just rest in that scripture because really it's all about the Lord. It's all about him. We see the Israelites made a tremendous mistake when they asked God to give them a king. And though we have the presidential uh, way of doing things, um, we haven't asked for it, but it's, it's how our country does things, we at least have to make sure that we keep the correct perspective. You know, in Revelation nineteen thirteen and then 16, it says this, He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and the name by which he is called is the Word of God. On his robe and on his thigh, he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Isn't it all about our Father's business? Don't you think? Right. So today, I just want to mention a few things of how we can be part of God's plan in, in view of this election. First of all, and most importantly, we need to pray. We need to pray for Donald Trump. 
We need to have him ro- come into this and prepare for this pregnant uh, pre- <laughs> yes presidency. We we that he comes riding in on a bed of prayer. I, I really think that's our responsibility, and and we can't wait for the first problem to come up. We need to pray today and tomorrow. 1 Timothy 2, verse 1 says, Therefore, first of all, I urge that requests, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made on behalf of all people, for all kings and all who are in authority, so we may live a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and respectfulness. This is good and pleasing in the sight of of God our Savior, He desires all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. So this we we are to pray. We we are to pray and we're also to pray for his salvation. Lord, uh, you know, who knows if, if Donald Trump is truly saved? That's not the issue. The issue is one that's not for us to decide. We need to pray for him. We need to Look, it says in Proverbs 2, verse 1, a king's heart is like a stream of water in the hand of Adonai. He directs it wherever he wants. And and so let's follow Scripture. Romans 13, 1 says, Let every person submit himself to the governing authorities, for there's no authority except from God. And those that exist are put in place by God. Look, we would have had to do the same thing if uh, Hillary Clinton was won the presidency. We, uh, it would be the same message no matter who won, because God is the same. And, and so it, it really doesn't matter. So verse 2, whoever opposes the authority has resisted God's direction, and those who have resisted will bring judgment on themselves. Look, uh, people are upset. Well, let's pray for peace in this country. Let's pray for our leaders. Verse 3, for leaders cause no fear for good behavior, but for bad. Now, if you do not want to fear the authority, do what is good, and you'll get his approval, for he is God's servant to you for your good. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not carry the sword for no reason, for he is God's servant and avenger who afflicts punishment on the evildoer. Therefore, it is necessary to be in submission, not only because of punishment, but also because of conscience. So pray for Donald Trump. Pray for all who give him counsel that he would continue to receive much of this counsel from godly men and women. Pray for all his decisions, for all his appointments. Pray that he would come under God's authority. Pray that he would hear God's voice and obey. Pray that he would be able to withstand the fiery darts from the evil one, which at this point might just be the media. <laughs> they might even be worse than than people who have different ideology, you know, in, in Congress. Pray that our country would come together and heal and that Donald Trump would lead in that healing and unity. Pray scripture over Donald Trump, like Jeremiah one eight, where it says, Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you. It is a de- declaration of Adonai. Then Adonai stretched out his hand and touched 
my mouth and Adonai said to me or said to Donald Trump, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I have appointed you over nations and over kingdoms to uproot and to tear down, to destroy and to overthrow and to build and to plant. And I pray there'll be a lot more building and planting than overthrowing, don't you? But I pray that that God has placed Donald Trump that he is the man to do the things that God wants him to do. Pray Isaiah 61, 1 through 4 over Donald Trump. Donald Trump, the spirit of the Lord God is on you because God has anointed you to proclaim good news to the poor, sent you to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and opening the prison to those who are bound. And look, just... Let me keep on this scripture. It's such a great scripture. To proclaim the year of of the Lord's favor and the day of our God's vengeance, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, in Israel, right? To give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might, that in other words, the people that he's blessed, that he's that he's ministered to would be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of Adonai, God, that he may be glorified, that God will be glorified. And then it says, they will rebuild the ancient ruins. They will restore former desolations. They will repair the ruined cities, the declaration of new generations. Uh, I'm sorry, the desolations of of many generations. Wow, reading is getting a little difficult for me today. They will repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. And that's what we want to see. We want to see our cities repaired, right? Amen? And and this is what Donald Trump is promising. He's trying to restore cities. Imagine Los Angeles, New York, Detroit, uh, these cities that... Uh, need restoration, right? Okay, the second thing we should do as believers is we need to know how to behave to those who agree with us, to those who disagree with us and are upset with us. You know, we cannot be uh, bad winners, right? But let me give you an example of some things. Don't answer people on Facebook. If people are ranting against Donald Trump on Facebook, let them vent. Nothing you can say is going to bring them healing. In fact, anything you will say will continue the the garbage that they are speaking about. So do me a favor and ignore it. Ignore it. Healing will come with time and goodwill and 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 kindness and compassionate words. We need to pray for humility for love, compassion, a spirit of grace and mercy, a spirit of desiring to bless people. Look, Scripture says love never fails. This is a time to love. It's also a time to understand that when words are many, Proverbs says, sin is unavoidable. So be quiet. (laughs) Okay? Okay. We need to seek peace and not be argumentative. 2 Timothy 2 
14, remind them of these things and solemnly charge them before God not to quarrel about words, which is useless to the ruin of those who are listening. Make every effort to present yourself before God as tried and true, as an unashamed worker cutting a straight path with the word of truth. But avoid godless chatter, for it will lead to further ungodliness, and their words will spread like cancer. Is this... Look, I'm just reading scripture to you and and telling you that this is God's heart. And then in verse 23 of 2 Timothy 2, it says, But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they produce quarrels. The Lord's slave, hey, by the way, that's you and me. The Lord's slave must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to all, able to teach and tolerant. Okay? Look, you all know the scripture. I'm going to read it to you anyway, because this scripture is what we are supposed to do. Second Chronicles 7.14, when my people, over whom my name is called, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the evil ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Look, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, our land needs healing. And I pray that everybody will come together to seek to do those things. You know, in Titus 3.1, it says, Remind the people to be submitted to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good deed, to slander no one, without fighting, gentle, showing every courtesy to all the people. For we also once were foolish, disobedient, deluded, enslaved to various desires and pleasures, spending our lives in malice and envy and hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness of God, our Savior, and his love for mankind appeared, not by deeds of righteousness, which we had done ourselves, but because of his mercy, because of his mercy, oh, Let's remember the scriptures, right? There's so many scriptures to read and talk about today. Look, God is desiring that we be good winners if we've won and good losers if we've lost. But certainly winners have to share their love so that people will recognize that this isn't a war, this is a time to come together. You know, in Proverbs 19.11, it says that it's to your glory to overlook an offense. And in Romans 14.19, it says, let us pursue what, pursue what makes peace for the building up of one another. And in Romans twelve fourteen, it says, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Repay no one evil for evil. Give thought to what is good in the eyes of all people. If possible, 
So far as it depends on you, live in peace with all people. Never take your own revenge, love ones, but give room for God's wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says Adonai. Verse 20, Rather, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For by doing so, you will heap coals of fire upon his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. You know, in Judaism... The definition of somebody who has strength or is a strong person is one who can control their emotions. We as believers need to make sure that the Holy Spirit in us, the Ruach HaKodesh, overcomes our fleshly desires because we're going to be hit with a lot of things. You know, Ephesians 6 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you are able to stand stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, and against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Please remember this. And in verse 19 and 20 of Ephesians 6, it says, And pray for me when I open my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the good news, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may speak boldly the way I should. So share your faith now more than ever before. The only thing that will truly transform lives in Yeshua, number three, the third thing we need to do is share our faith. Let us focus on bringing the good news to everyone we're in contact with. And to that goal, let me just mention something that I have for you. I hope you'll take the opportunity to get this. Some of you have used my Thanksgiving Haggadah in the past years. What's a Haggadah? It's a a booklet um, that I wrote that will enhance your Thanksgiving day with your family, with your friends, whoever you're spending it with. This is a great way to share your faith and have a really meaningful Thanksgiving. Let me guess how your Thanksgiving dinner went last year. You sat down, people asked to give something that they were thankful for. They all did that in about two seconds. Then someone prayed, then you ate, right? Then you watch football. (laughs) How many of you talked about Thanksgiving historically and its meaning to our culture, and more importantly, that it's all about God? My Thanksgiving Haggadah, or this booklet, can bring purpose and knowledge and, and just be a great teaching tool not only for your kids but for your for whoever is eating with you on Thanksgiving or the day before or the day after. It's about a 20-minute read, and everybody takes part in it. So it, it's, it's interesting. It's, gr- it's great to do. So use it correctly. Get a copy for each person at your table, young or old. Then I believe God will bless your time together as you focus on him and the history of Thanksgiving in our country. So you can email me, but you've got to do it soon because I'm going to send these booklets out. Email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or call Karen at 813-831-5673. Now, we're going to need your name, 
and your full address so we can send it to you, how many people you will be having. So in other words, how many books you want. And I'm excited. Don't miss this opportunity. Now, it will be very helpful if you give us a love gift of $3 per booklet. And if you can afford more, that would be great, too. It will go to the radio program. If you can't afford it, let us know. We'll bless you anyway. We'll send it out free, okay? Call Karen at 813-831-5673. This is how we become positive in a negative world, right? And so I pray that this broadcast touched your heart and that we will talk again next week as you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close in a word of prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach. Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.